teaching in Jesus' name. Peter became famous as a healer. People from towns and villages all over Judah began to put sick people out in the streets in case Peter passed by. They believed that even if his shadow fell on them, they would be healed. The officials of the Sanhedrin were worried. Even though Jesus was dead, it was in his name that people were being stirred up. Even some of the priests had been baptized as followers. We must put a stop to this, the officials exclaimed. Once again, they had Peter and John arrested and flung into the city prison with murderers, robbers, and thugs. Peter and John weren't behind bars long. That night, an angel came and released them. Go to the temple and tell everyone about the salvation through Jesus Christ, the angel told them before he disappeared. That's exactly what Peter and John did. Meanwhile, the Sanhedrin members were waiting for, gar for the guards to bring Peter and John before them. Caiaphas sat impatiently, drumming his fingers. Down in the dungeons, the guards were panicking. Peter and John were nowhere to be found. The baffled guards trembled with fear as they returned to Caiaphas. The prisoners have gone, the guards mumbled. What do you mean, gone? The high priest roared. The cowering soldiers shrugged. The sentries were on guard and the doors locked, but Peter and John weren't there. All right, shouted Caiaphas. That's it. You're going into the dungeons yourselves until... Luckily for the guards, a servant burst in. Well, snapped the high priest. My lord... We heard that your two Galileans prisoners are preaching in the temple. The servant panted. Thunder-faced, Gaiphas sent his guards off to arrest Peter and John again. And the next day, the disciples found themselves facing the fury of the Sanhedrin. We expressly forbade you to mention the name of Jesus of Nazareth. The counselors fumed. We must do what God wants, Peter and John insisted. God has filled us with the Holy Spirit, so we can testify that Jesus is the Savior of the world. The members of the Sanhedrin were enraged. Put them to death, the Jewish officials cried. They have no regard for us or our laws. One voice rose over the uproar. Calm down. Take the prisoners away while we discuss things properly. It was the Pharisee, Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, for whom everyone had the utmost respect. Friends, listen, Gamaliel continued. In past years, several so-called holy men have risen up and tried to set up religious sects to rival the worship of God. Look what happened to them. One by one, they came to a sticky end, and their followers were all killed. It is bound to be the same with this Jesus of Nazareth. The Jewish officials murmured their agreement. There is another reason not to overreact, Gamaliel went on. 
there is a possibility, although we are all agreed that it's highly remote, that Jesus really is who his disciples say he is, the Son of God. If this were true, nothing anyone could do would stop his followers. In the end, we might even be found guilty of opposing God. The scowling elders could see the sense in Gamaliel's words. Grudgingly, they agreed to let Peter and John go. However, first, they had the disciples beaten and ordered them once more never to speak the name of Jesus of Nazareth again. About the story. Gamaliel's common sense saved the Sanhedrin from another miscarriage of justice. They had condemned Jesus illegally, as they had not allowed a day to pass before a guilty verdict was announced. They were about to do the same again. Luke, who wrote this story, is showing that God was in control. Jesus had to die to fulfill God's purpose. The disciples could not die yet. They had work to do for God to fulfill his purpose.